Hello there, I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian vs. Brian, episode 41. Uh, Those That Wish Me Dead. What the heck is the name of the title of this movie? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Those That Wish Me Dead is what it's called. Yeah. Oh, I th- for for some it's reason I, noxious, but. I thought it was those that wish death upon me or something. No, it's oh. those who wish me dead. Those who wish me dead. Those who would have me dead. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd they put you in a fire tower? Well, I'm just lucky, I guess. the wind wrong I should have gone to them then you've been dead too that's our job hey stop I'm not gonna hurt you I want to see where the blood's coming from it's not my blood you in trouble trouble my dad said if anything happened i should find someone i could trust all Those right who want me uh, how many iterations um 2021 hbo max uh theater release another one of them here we go uh i don't know anything about this movie other than i watched it you got some info on it yeah, so I was kind of in the same boat. I didn't know really anything about uh, this movie. I didn't see a trailer. It kind of just jumped in. Um, the only info that I got was that it was directed by Taylor Sheridan, I believe. And uh, I'm actually kind of a fan of his. I didn't realize this was <laughs> one of his movies. I was like, oh, shit. So if you, uh, for those of you who don't know who he is, he's kind of more of a prolific writer than he is a director. He's only directed one film. But uh, he wrote um, Sicario, or both Sicarios. He wrote a movie called Hell or High Water. He wrote and directed a movie called Wind River. Um, he, I think he he was one of the he was the sheriff in the Sons of Anarchy show, or a cop in Sons of Anarchy show. Um, but yeah, anyways, he hasn't really made a bad movie or written a bad movie, as far as I'm concerned. So I was kind of surprised to see him in. I was like, oh shit, this is a Taylor Sheridan movie. <laughs> what? The first time for everything, I guess. <laughs> um, no. So, yeah, you, you go ahead, go through, and you, you do the structure on this, and I'll, I'll jump in. This is more of a, seems like a more of a you movie. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of artsy, yet thriller, you know what I mean? It had a vibe to it, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, it felt... Um... It felt very well. It's interesting because this movie and another movie from HBO Max that came out this year feels like it's from a different decade. And the movie I'm referencing is um, The Little Things. And I think that I remember you telling me that Little Things was actually written in the '90s, so that kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, but yeah, that movie and this movie both feel like it's from the like it's just they, they feel like '90s thrillers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they feel yeah. out of time. <laughs> Like that um, Burton Ollie or, or Burton Ellie character could have been played by Stallone. Exactly. And he's the sheriff. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so this movie is about a a woman who's an ex firefighter, or I guess she is still a firefighter, and she's on a uh, fire tower watch as some sort of demotion because of some past trauma. And meanwhile, yes. first of all, I want to stop you there, right? <laughs> right, off right off the bat, they're throwing too much at me. Yeah, I'm like, I thought this was a fucking like a thriller murder me movie, and then there's like fire. So right. it became backdraft, and it's like they're trying to. The whole movie feels like a backdraft or one of those Dante's Peak type movies mixed with fucking uh, uh what's a fucking I don't know, Taken. Or something yeah. like that, where you got a hitman assassin, and it just seemed like two very different movies uh, the whole time. But uh, it had me up till this point. About three fourths of the way is what kind of when I started waning. But mm. the beginning, I really I actually enjoyed. I was sitting there watching with Jess. She's like, "This is pretty good." And then I went and watched it later and finished. And she's like, "It's already done." I'm like, "Yeah, it's already done." You saw the best part. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's funny you say that it feels like two different movies because it kind of does. But I also feel like Angelina Jolie's character, if I have, we'll start with the criticism, but if there's one criticism I have, and I have a few, but it's her character feels like two different characters because when we're introduced to her, she's she's portrayed as like this badass kind of adrenaline junkie, one of the, one just one of the guys, you know? And then 20 minutes in, she's like just a broken woman character. And it's like, whoa, what happened to the the character that happened in the first like 10 minutes of the movie. Like it, it just feels like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, you could have both, but it just seemed a little jarring. It's like, wait, I thought you were like the adventure, one of the bros type of hard women. And also yeah. the, a, a, in the next scene, she's like crying and weeping. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> so it kind of seemed a little weird. Yeah. I can play she, cornhole she... very well. That's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, she failed her psych test after the, the big fire, so she couldn't. She was a, one of those. What do they call them? Like a freaking parachute firefighter. They drop in with a parachute because they were in the middle of the forest. Um, so she was one of those. But she failed her psych evaluation because during a fire, they read the wind wrong, and so they got caught in the fire. And uh, we had to run from the fire, not fight the fire. And she's like, "You never want to do that." <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> But, uh, oh, yeah, and then so some kids were trapped in the fire, and she watched them burn alive, like two boys or three boys, and that's mm-hmm. that's her, her scarring. Yeah. And, yeah, it was felt like a weird thing, uh, her two characters, like kind of the slutty uh, one of the boys characters, and then uh, just super PTSD character, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just feel like, I mean, again, you can have both, but, or I don't know, maybe, no, I'll, I'll draw a line in the sand. I don't, I don't think you can have both. Like, just lean into one or the other. Either have her just a badass, you know, one of the guys type of woman, or just have her dealing with some shit. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels weird to have them both. Um, so, that, I don't know, that was kind of a criticism I had. I, thought, I think she's fine in her role. I think it's Angelina Jolie's... A great actress. I mean, I didn't think she was bad, but I just thought her character yeah. was a little, you know, two face. Um, but so yeah, so we got that, and then meanwhile, uh, you have two. The other, hit- the other movie starts. Yes, the other movie starts. <laughs> you have two hitmen who are um, eliminating some people who know a bunch of information, um, and one of the people they're trying to murder gets away, 
and is en route um, to to go to where Angelina Jolie is, rather. Yeah. Her, her area. And he's with his son, and the hitmen finally catch up to them, kill the father, the son escapes, uh, Angelina Jolie runs into the kid, and then the rest of the movie is just the assassins trying to um, trying to get the kid. Yeah, and the, the, the kid and, the, and his dad are trying to get to the Punisher. Yes. Bertinelli, Bertinelli, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but that John guy. John Bernthal? And he, oh, it's Bernthal? Well, that's, a, that's <laughs> not his even real as, name. Not, not even <laughs> as, his not even as cool, not even as cool and Italian as I thought it was. <laughs> Bertinelli. <laughs> Johnny. Johnny, there we go. But, but, uh, uh, they're going to find him because his dead sister is the boy's father's uh, wife. So that's the brother-in-law and the mm-hmm. uncle to the kid. So they're going to find him. Um, we'll get into him later, but the best part of this movie for me was these two assassins, dude. Yeah. Every time they, every time they were on screen, I loved it. Especially the older one. I don't know who he is, but he was in fucking uh, Dark Knight Rises on the airplane opening scene. We're yeah. going to shoot your friend and throw him out the plane. <laughs> <laughs> he's also famously, he's Littlefinger in Game of Thrones. I'm sure a lot of people recognize him as uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Littlefinger. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I've seen a show called Game of Thrones. I don't know if it's the same one. Uh, <laughs> I think his name is yeah, Aiden, yeah. Aiden Gillian, I believe, and uh, the other guy is Nicholas Holt. Uh, he, I don't think he's had like a big breakout movie. I think he's. Just I've kind seen of him in a lot shit. of stuff, though. I guess Matt. I've Max seen him in some one. shit. Yeah, I've seen him in some shit. Uh, never like a badass role like he's supposed to be in this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those guys were fucking awesome, man. Like setting up the the kills and stuff that. They make them seem like they're so good at it. They fuck up quite a few times in the movie, though. So it's like, how good are you? Yeah. Uh, but it was really cool. I enjoyed them. Yeah, I like their their That's what, contribution a lot. Yeah, for sure. Especially Littlefinger. And he doesn't uh, last as long as the other one, but it was pretty freaking sweet. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, the fire effects in this were pretty cool. How they really made you feel like uh, how fucking crazy a forest fire can be with the wind going and it's just engulfing trees and shit that was pretty cool yeah it it made it made me think when i watched it that i think it's about time to have like a badass firefighting uh video game like with the graphics so good now where you could do these badass fire simulations mm-hmm. where it's like simulating how it would engulf and you gotta fight it the graphics of a crazy fire i just think that could be a really cool game yeah, that'd be pretty dope. You could do a, a video game adaptation of that. Um, what's that guy? That movie? Remember that? <laughs> Fucking Firestorm with Howie, uh, the football guy. Howie something. Uh, Howie Long. Howie Long. Howie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that Fireman movie you did? Was that? <laughs> I thought that, was, that wasn't that was Backdraft. No, that's Kurt Russell. Huh? Yeah, that's Kurt Russell. Yeah, it was like the, the shitty version straight to <laughs> yeah. of that, of that, yeah. <clears throat> Well, what else is there? I mean, fucking um, yeah, we could talk about John Berenthal. I, I'm always happy. I think he's extremely underrated. I'm always happy when he shows up in a movie. I think he's great. He's yeah. the sheriff. <clears throat> he always seems he always seems like the same guy. Yeah, he's kind of typecasted. <laughs> yeah, 
It seems he seems like the guy from Walking Dead before the zombie apocalypse happened. Mm-hmm. This is what it seems like, which is fine, I guess. I, I, you know, I think the best thing he ever did was Punisher. Showed some range. Um, yeah, him. I liked him in this. Uh, I thought he was going to be more of a badass. I was like, why else put him in it? Mm-hmm. Unless he's going to be someone to help and stuff. But his wife ended up being more of a badass than him. Yeah, his wife was really, <laughs> really good. Just pregnant chick, <laughs> just taking care of business. <laughs> yeah, and then like he, you know, at the beginning he pulls out his gun and he's the, the assassins. They immediately stop him. Six, mm-hmm. Ten seconds in, he's like, "Oh shit, put your gun down, man." All right. <laughs> yeah. And then at one point, where he's like in the 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 fire tower with the the Angelina Jolie and the boy, he's like, "I don't know what to do here. I don't know how we're gonna get out of this." <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> Thanks, what good buddy. are you? What good are you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the and then the way he his character ends is like, oh, okay, let's go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of I was I was hoping that he would survive because um, yeah, it would have been cool to have a movie like this where everybody survives. Like a lot of yeah. these movies, like it's always, the best friend's got to die or a relative's got to die, someone who comes across the path of the the assassins. But this movie doesn't do that, which I kind of appreciated. And then, but then he ended up dying at the end. Oh, it would have been cooler if everybody survived. That would have been pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the fact that he died from one gunshot wound. Yeah, you know, most movies you take one gunshot, you ain't dying for nothing. Mm-hmm. But so that was kind of I don't know realistic, and it didn't happen right away. It was a very slow uh, thing. Um, but I didn't like that the, the fire went around the fucking tower or something. Like everything's burnt around it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, ta- the, the tower's still standing. It's made of fucking wood. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? Like how the <laughs> hell would that ever happen, dude? And they're just chilling there, like watching it on the balcony, <laughs> covered right. in ash. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you go inside? <laughs> like why are you on the porch? I don't know if it was made out of wood. They wouldn't make fire towers made out of wood, right? Wouldn't that defeat the purpose? It's got to be made from something else. Otherwise, why it's, would they have a? Fucking made out, you know, it was fucking made out of wood. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking made out of wood, dude. Look at the fucking movie. All right, I'll go back and watch. It just seems like, why would they do that? It would just, it would just burn well, down. The, the 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 point of the tower is not to survive a fire. The point know, of the tower is it's, it's a spot. It's a spot of fire, yeah. very far away. Right, but you have to think of. They would think be, to be smart and be like, "Nah, let's not let's not make this out of wood, just in case the fire gets to this point." I don't know. I'll go back and watch. I'll I'll take your word for it, though. Um, oh man, I thought the uh, the lightning bolt scene was a little silly. Oh yeah, <laughs> that looks, what? it wasn't it wasn't done very well. They could have done it in a in a better way, but it wasn't done very well. It looked kind of cheesy and goofy. Yeah. Um... Hold on. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of wood ones. Google <laughs> this. Uh, but yeah, getting hit by fucking lightning. That was a god. Now it wants to be uh, Twister. It's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on? Uh, and then when they're running through the field, it's like, I'm gonna run and lay down. And it's like yeah. we're gonna trick the lightning. <laughs> it's like, what is the fucking? I've never heard of this. Like you. Running like is it what is lightning crazier in the forest? 
Like, right. oh, you don't want lightning in the forest. It's different out here. It's a different beast. <laughs> it's like fucking, you know, it's just like, you got to zig it. You got to zag. Yeah, why wouldn't so, you just yeah, run? I, didn't, I don't know. I don't know anything yeah, about I don't lightning. Get it. So, yeah. I don't get how lightning is all of a sudden way crazier there. Mm-hmm. Like, I guarantee you it's going to hit near us. So just get down. It's like, what? <laughs> it, it felt so. Like, nothing in that scene really helped the plot at all. It just felt like, oh, we need something to, it's something exciting to give the audience while they wait for the, the exciting stuff at the end. It's like, you didn't really need that scene. <laughs> it didn't do anything. So, I don't know. It just seemed a little weird and out of place. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things. No, no, maybe not a lot, but there's a couple things I've, I've found that were just uh, superfluous. It didn't matter at all. Like uh, when he went to see the sheriff, the old man sheriff, and tell him about the the boy, and they're they're coming down, and then the scene ends and the the Johnny walks out. Then it stays with the sheriff for a little bit, and the person behind him say, "Hey, your wife's on the line. Do you want to speak to her?" And he's like, "Absolutely not." Mm-hmm. And it's like we don't know your wife in the movie. Yeah, we don't know your relationship with her. Uh, you're not a main character at all, and yet it stays on you to have you deliver this line, this throwaway line about, "Oh, well, now we know this character doesn't want to talk to his wife." Yeah, things well, aren't things aren't things aren't going well. It's supposed to be funny. Like, it's just a, it just hangs around to be just to have a joke in there, get a, get a little chuckle like, out of the audience. I was like, "What is this?" I remember being like, "Why why was that necessary?" Yeah, I was like, "I don't care about this dude." I thought he was gonna be something more. Like, he seemed, like, pretty cool, and then he shot in the fucking eyeball. Mm-hmm. Ow! <laughs> but, yeah, there's a couple things like that. Weird lines. I was like, why did they even need to say that? Yeah. There's one thing that I actually appreciate of the movie. We're kind of hawking on things that um, we don't like. But, I mean, this kind of goes with all of his movies in the sense that they're all very simple. And I mean that as a positive because... I feel like a lot of filmmakers nowadays are trying to reinvent the wheel. They got to have the twist or they got to have this, got to have the that. Well, like a lot of movies he writes and directs, they're just simple. Like this movie is just about two assassins trying to get to a kid. <clears throat> and Hell or High Water is about Chris Pine and Ben Foster robbing banks in Texas to save their mom's house. Like, but what makes the, his movie so strong, in my opinion, I don't know about this one, but his other movie so strong is that his characters are so good. Um, and this movie, I don't. I think it's his his least best movie, um, but I liked it. <laughs> I didn't think it was bad. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it wasn't great. It was a fun watch, but like I said, about three fourths in is where it kind of slowed and didn't like it as much. I liked the beginning thriller stuff, like kind of up until shortly after they attacked the car. It kind of started mm. to wane on me a little bit where it's mostly about the fire versus about the assassins. That's kind of where it lost me. There are some good scenes throughout that too, like uh, the fighting the final assassin in the fire. Like That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was way more intrigued when it was mostly assassin type stuff and they're hunting them down and, you know, killing witnesses. And I was like, oh, dude, these guys are fucking brutal. Yeah, and they're oh yeah, and then t- fucking Tyler Perry's the boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get him. 
I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy then, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you go to see him. He's like, hello. <laughs> he's dressed like Medea. <laughs> yeah. I'm in, dis- I'm, in- I'm in disguise, motherfucker. <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, I like that. And then like, you know, the lines where he delivers to the other assassins, like from now on, from here on out, if anyone sees your face, eliminate him. And he's like, oh shit, that's going to cause a lot of heat. And he's like, oh yeah, well, we're going to start this fire. That's also going to cause some heat. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh shit. Nice. <laughs> it's like, there's only like two cops in this whole town, bro. Yeah. You don't need to distract them with a giant forest fire. Yeah, it's a little weird. Fucking, but yeah, it was, there's some pretty cool stuff in it. I, uh, I gotta. I want to go back to what you're saying because I kind of want to push back on 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 that because you were saying that um, everything after the the car. And when you say the car, you mean the when they killed the dad. Yeah. Okay. You were saying everything after that is more about the fire. I, I think I'd argue that it's a lot not of that more is the assassin. The, I think the only more the only time the, the fire, fire is really like the last like 30 minutes is the fire. Well, when the fire becomes the pressing issue, that the you know, they're they're in the fire tower, and the uh, John character and his wife, they're worried about the fire. So that's about the fire, no longer the assassins. There's no threat from them. Right, and then right. when the assassins are trying to find the boy and the girl near the last maybe quarter of the movie, it's about the boy and the girl, or Angelina Jolie and the boy, mostly about kind of avoiding the fire. I mean, the, the assassins are kind of like a secondary threat because the fire has become so crazy now. And she, you know, is teaching them all this stuff. We're going to go to the, you know, go to the creek. We're going to lay down and we're going to show you how to float and suck in air. So I, I don't think it was all about the fire, but I think it definitely became more about the fire than the first three-fourths of the movie where it was no fire. So th- that's all I'm saying. And I enjoyed the first three-fourths more when it was like all assassin stuff and no fire, I was like, I found that stuff really intriguing. I still liked the end, but I didn't think it was as strong as as the the first three quarters of the movie when you barely knew anything and you're just starting to learn things and uh, starting to uh, get tiny bits of information about the dad and like when he freaks out at the school. It's like all that stuff was really good to me. Like I felt like the movie was going in a really good direction for me and I really liked it. And I was like, damn, this movie's good. Why'd it get bad reviews? I'm like, this is awesome. And then it kind of started to wane a bit. I mean, not as bad as these reviews I'm seeing, or it's getting like fours and stuff. I think I've seen. But uh, for me, it definitely didn't end as strong as I thought it would from watching the first uh, three fourths. Yeah, I'd agree there. It gets a little, it gets a little much at the end of the last villain fight in the fire. Oh, it was pretty crazy. He's fucking beating her face in. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, yeah, I guess I could see that. I thought you were saying that, like, after the car car scene, like, the movie just turns into fire-stopping thing. I was like, eh, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of assassin stuff up until, like, the maybe the climax, but I see no, what you're yeah, saying. I, yeah, the assassin stuff without the fire, I just thought was stronger than the assassin stuff with the fire. With yeah. the fire. Gotcha. Um, yeah, what were you saying? You were saying something about... Oh, you're saying that they didn't really need to create a fire because there's like three sheriffs in town over. They do a lot of weird stuff like that. They like they go like they're trying to overexplain things when they don't really need to. Like there's the scene with Tyler Perry where he's like, "We have to, we have to assume that he gave his child all the information." And it's like, 
<laughs> what? Why would he do that? <laughs> why, why can't he? Just, yeah. Why can't he just be a liability? Like, oh, hey, you have to get the kid because he may have saw your face or something. But they have to. They have to spell out. Oh, he may have given him a paper with all of the information. It's like you don't need to say that. That's stupid. Didn't make sense yeah. to me. Um, there's another one too that they had to explain something. Like, why'd you do that? Like, you don't need to. I guess the other one would be the fire one. But uh, what'd you think of the kid? I know you were talking about. What movie were we talking about? You were saying something a lot of child actors are kind of hit and miss because, you know. That was with the Sandlot Rookie of the Year. Yeah, movie. yeah. Um, so what did you think of this kid? I thought this kid was pretty good. I didn't have yeah. a, much problem with his performance at all. I thought he was actually very believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not that believable. I mean, as far as he's pretty cool and collected after his father's brutally murdered in front of him. Yeah. Like, there's some crying and stuff, but, I mean... I assume his life was normal until that point. And then, like, once he's, like, they're on the run, he starts to, like, are you in trouble? What's going on? Why are you scared? And he's, like, just, like, so nonchalant about it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, uh, what are you talking about? And then, yeah, after the brutal murders, he's, like, pretty pretty brave and collected. As I thought it wouldn't probably happen that way if you had a normal-ass childhood. Of, and then all of a sudden you're on the run and your dad gets fucking murdered. Yeah, uh, but but I mean, other than that, pretty believable. I liked him. Yeah, I was kind of on the fence with him for up until his dad is killed. There's a specific scene where I was like, it clicked for me. I'm like, oh, this kid's actually pretty good. Is when Angelina first finds him and she takes him back to the the tower and he has like the blanket on. And she's kind of like probing him for information. There's a lot of close up, and I thought his performance of like grieving with the shit and. I thought it was really good. But uh, to your point about him nonchalant, you know, my not really showing that his dad just died. There's a scene where um, Angelina Jolie is like, hey, we're going to go march to the – they're trying to look for a phone or radio. I don't remember what, what, why they leave. but And it's right before the lightning strike. So we have this emotional scene with the kid in the tower, and then it like, we need to leave, and then it cuts to, and they're like playing a word game, and they're all buddy-buddy now. And I'm like, <laughs> the last scene, you guys are all having this emotional thing in the tower, and all of a sudden we're – playing a little fun word game and they're all buddies now. It's like, I don't know. Seemed a little yeah, forced. Yeah, I'm a, f- I'm a mother pheasant plucker <laughs> or <Yeah>. something like <laughs> that. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to bring up the kid because he's kind of a big part of the movie. I thought he was pretty damn good. Yeah, he was pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, uh, no complaints. I mean, none of the... My problem wasn't with the uh, any of the performances. I think all the performances were good to serviceable. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of them were great just because the characters didn't really have a chance to do anything or have any big motivations or lines. So it's just kind of an ensemble. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, the best character, I think, is probably the, the main assassin. It has the most depth. Even, even Angelina Jolie didn't. I don't think was even though you got more exposition about her, I still felt like I knew more about the assassin. Really, I could just tell his motivations and but her anyways. So the characters were all pretty good. I think my only problems were kind of like the uh the story. I, it was I want to I almost wanted to say pacing, but the pacing was pretty good. I wouldn't I didn't find any lulls or feel bored. So the pacing was good. I just don't think the story was very strong. I mean, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't mind it. It's, 
I do see. I do agree with you. That it does feel like two different movies that it just they they kind of combine about halfway through. We're just like, wait, what? Well, now we're watching fucking Howie's Firestorm movie and Taken. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, how did you feel? I like that we don't actually know the information. I thought that was kind of cool. Like no one, we know we're not given the information of why, like what the dad found out. Yeah, that's kind of strange, huh? I, I don't care. <laughs> I didn't. It didn't bother me. I didn't really like want to know. I, you know, you could tell what it is. It's just some seedy government shit. Of yeah. you know, you, you get enough innuendo about it. Uh, but the, the movie kind of just fucking ends. I didn't really like that. It's kind of like okay, it's over. Okay, yeah. you're, see ya. you're gonna go talk to a reporter now, and then cut to fucking some Pearl Jam. I don't even know if it's Pearl Jam. It sounded like Pearl Jam. Uh, yeah. Some Vista. Spoon Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. Go do the interview. I was like, what the fuck? We just got done. Almost getting murdered. We're calming down. He's got the quintessential after the fire scene with the emergency blanket on the end of the ambulance. Mm-hmm. And then here comes the reporter man. Okay. It's time to do our, uh, an interview. Yeah. I was like, well, I think you can wait a minute. The interview. <laughs> and I was like, I, I like how the interview is like, these people are like, they're coming to interview this kid. It's like, who? I hear this 10 year old has a scoop. They're going <laughs> to, they're just going to take, take this kid's word as, as truth and right. interview this 10 year old. He, he says he's got info on the president. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, what? Uh, on this blue I didn't piece even of paper. All, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think of all that. Well, it's written on a piece of paper. It's got to be true. <laughs> uh, this is written written documentation he has. Yeah. Yeah, it felt weird that he was like in the hotel room, like writing here. I want you to take the sun. It's like that's a big fucking responsibility. Like, why would you? Do, why would you do that? It seemed a little unrealistic. Yeah. I don't think he ever read it too. No. So it's like, what are you going to do? The interview? Hold on, I'm learning this as well as yeah. Like what? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah. All right. So, for finality's sake, I, I still struggle with the title. For those, uh, those that wish me dead. Those that wish me dead. Yeah. <laughs> those that wish me dead. That's a. Woo! <laughs> That's like live, die, repeat. It's a little rough. Yeah. No, it's. It's Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd give it a... I'd give it a six. Hmm. I think it's worth a watch. I don't think it reaches into a great movie, which I would probably be a seven f- for me. It was like, seven is a good score for me. That's like, this is an okay movie. It's worth a watch. It's kind of fun. It reminds me of old school movies, which I do like. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a 6.5. I might give it that 0.5 because I do love the old school feel of it. It does feel like a 90s kind of action romp. Uh, but in a good way, in a better way than Little Things did. Yeah. Which, you know, Little Things felt played out and like uh, just too many of the 90s tropes and trying to do it. But this one, I liked that feel in it. So, yeah, it's probably a 6.5. I thought it was okay. It wasn't great. Uh, I probably, I don't know if I'd watch it again, 
but I definitely enjoyed the the one watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was when I was over. I was landing on a seven, which I th- I think I'll still stick with that. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Um, it's not a fucking masterpiece. It's not a must watch, but uh, it is pretty entertaining. I can see a lot of people just sitting down on a Sunday afternoon and watching a good old fashioned, you know, '90s thriller. Um, I think some of the characters are good for what they're given. Uh, I think the story is kind of fun and goes interesting ways and has some surprises. Um, Yeah. I'll give it a seven. Yeah. Cool. 6.5 and a seven. Yeah. I don't really get why the, a lot of the reviews I saw were pretty bad. I don't understand that. Uh, That's why I don't really, I have a, I have an assumption. So this is, this is me, you know, taking a stab. But one thing I didn't get into with Taylor Sheridan is he's a little controversial with some of his writing. Um, and Hello Highwater, Hello Highwater, like I was saying, it's about two bank robbers in Texas who were trying to raise, get money to save their mom's house. Well, at the same time, this Jeff Bridges character is a sheriff who's like trying to hunt them down. Anyways, he has a partner who's Native American, and Jeff Bridges' character, even though he loves his partner, you kind of see that towards the end, but uh, he has there's a lot of racism in there. And I think a lot of his movies kind of totes the line of he kind of treats his female characters like shit. He has some racial... I mean, I don't really care about that kind of stuff. I don't really, really read into that. If he wants to make those characters, I'm all about it. That's fine. Um, but I think a lot of journalists don't uh, don't appreciate that kind of stuff in film. So I, I, my guess was that a lot of the stuff he'll put out, I think, may just get hated just because he's just who he is. But that's just a guess. Well, well that... Well, the- then this movie should they should love this then yeah because this movie if you <laughs> i would never believe that from this movie because mm-hmm. angelina jolie is obviously the strongest character in this movie and the wife of the guy who's uh, the wife of the sheriff is like way more adept than the sheriff himself mm-hmm. and is the one saving the day while pregnant and like fighting and so i yeah this movie seems like to be the opposite of that then yeah I wonder if some of these decisions are because of that. Well, here, as I, I'm, hold on. The reason why I'm saying that is because, like I said, I'm a, I've seen all of his movies, and I know the controversy around them. I don't mind that kind of stuff. Me, personally, I just like art the way it is, and if the artist wants to do these things, then do them. Um, but there's a scene where they get to the house with the woman, the pregnant wife and i'm like oh fuck this is because i know some of the stuff he's done in the past i'm like this is not going to be like they had the fire poker and it's just like oh shit because in his previous movies i think he would <laughs> he would have gone somewhere with that and uh, he kind of ref- you know restrained a little bit but so uh, yeah maybe maybe some of the stuff is a pushback or a trying to please some of his yeah. his his haters but who knows yeah throw in a, a tree rape like evil dead <laughs> well he has a really awful rape <laughs> in one of his movies it's another one of yeah which is a oh, great yeah. movie, but I will never watch it again because that rape scene is awful. But uh, so yeah, that was just my guess of maybe why. I mean, maybe people have real criticisms of this movie, but I don't want to take that away from them. But that would just be my guess that they're coming into the movie with a little bit of a grudge, whether they like it or not. Yeah, I think I think IGN gave it a four. Jesus, if I don't if I recall correctly, so I don't understand it scores that low that's why i don't really care about uh movie reviews a lot of times i'll look them up uh before i watch these movies that we watch just to get an idea of what other people were thinking because it doesn't influence my opinion of the movie at all Mm -hmm. 
So it's not like if I see it uh, four or something, or I saw uh, bad reviews of like or glowing reviews of Mortal Kombat, and then I went and watched it and didn't think it was that great. Didn't yeah. change my I, I mind, you know what I mean? Like I don't let those influence me. I just like to know what other people think, so I could be like, okay, let's see what I think now and how it compares to the general consensus. Typically, it's never the same, so I don't put much weight into movie reviews from the typical uh, scene. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I I occasionally before we before we talk, sit down and talk, I'll do kind of the same thing, kind of go through my trusted you know people and see what they thought but just in a score sense like i refuse to read an in-depth review of something before we talk about it because i don't want their words to seep into our our my thoughts so i try if i am going to read a review it's typically after we discuss um but yeah i do kind of the same thing as just to kind of see where where it is on like the what's that what's that not rotten tomatoes the cinema score i don't know but shit like that like is it a b plus is it what's the audience saying is it a c yeah, I don't read the, the reviews either because it's just too much. I don't want to read about a movie is weird. I I look at it and I, I kind of hit the the highlights. I'll browse through it, abridged, like oh Angelina Jolie's character was yada yada. I was like okay, moving on. And the story was okay. Mm-hmm. They they seem to like the story from the sentence I read. Anyways, yeah, that's uh that's what we got. Pretty good movie. I would go check it out. Uh, you know, it's cool to have these pretty good movies available uh, while we're all at home and stuff and dealing with this bullshit. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, my, my, the theater up the street from my house that's like a five minute walk away opens next week. Um, I don't know what comes out next week, but I'm anxious to, to sit in a the theater again because it's been over a year. So I'm pretty excited. Hopefully, I'll, maybe I'll go see Spiral because fuck it, <laughs> why not? Um, yeah. uh, I think the yeah. Zack Snyder movie comes out next week on Netflix. I don't think it's in theaters too. <clears throat> maybe, yeah, maybe I'll check that I, out. But that looks so bad. It looks pretty bad. But... <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, it makes me like wish you would do another series. I loved Dawn of the Dead, dude. I've actually the hype from this people talking about it, I was like man I want to go find that again I don't think it's streaming anywhere though mm-hmm. uh, that that Dawn of the Dead remake was pretty badass yeah agreed bum 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 oh and what was it like uh, I don't know why that just Zack Snyder of course brought Superman into my mind but the, yeah they were going to do that uh, new Superman J.J. Abrams mm-hmm. and, now, and now they're like no we want a black Superman and a black director i was like oh my god here it goes (laughs) (laughs) fuck you jj (laughs) how about you just pick a good director and it's like i feel like they're trying so hard to uh get woke because all the controversy with ray fisher oh yeah it's like if you you know if you hire some black actors and give them good roles yeah the director should just be whoever's whoever's gonna do it well right i mean yeah, that's kind of where I stand. Like, I personally don't care. Like, my thing is, like, just make a good movie. Like, I don't care who the fuck you yeah. cast. Just because you cast and have this director doesn't mean it's automatically this masterpiece that we're all going to love. Yeah. It doesn't mean shit. It's nice for diversity's sake. I get it. But, like, make sure you make a good movie to stand by that. <laughs> you don't make some yeah, throwaway like shit. Everyone, everyone, 
everyone pushing this is like, I don't think Michael B. Jordan would be a very good Superman, but try it out. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to work. It se- seems more like a Green Lantern to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, I just, oh, I don't know if you saw all these reports, but uh, there's some reports that uh, uh, Ben Affleck might be doing a like a series for uh, HBO as Batman. Oh, really? Yeah, there's reports that it's going to be like based on the the video games, like the the Arkham Knight kind of series. So he'd be able to reprise Batman and like a series. There's a couple reports, but there's also another report that uh, <clears throat> what's his name, Michael Keaton had signed on to because HBO, I guess, is going to do an original like DC thing is what they're going to try and do like every year or something. Hmm. And so one of these is looking to be they're hoping to be their first. So the other one was Michael Keaton signed on for a series to play Batman in like a Batman Beyond. But oh, wow. from the re- from the reports, it, I guess it shifted into a movie. And uh yeah, the uh, they had a char- they had an actor as Terry McGinnis, I can't remember who it was, like Timothy Charlemagne or something. Does that sound familiar? Oh uh, yeah, he would be a he would be but a really good Batman. Yeah, but anyway, he was going to be Terry McGinnis and uh uh Michael Keaton is obviously Bruce Wayne. So it's like, ooh, that'd be that's sick. Some yeah. interest- that's some interesting shit. Like, I hope they do this. Like, keep all, keep the bunch of these going. You don't have to have a Marvel does it better than you. Mm-hmm. The connected universe. You don't have to go do do something completely fucking different. Where you have three fucking Batmans at all times. Yeah. Like you have all these different. That's how they do. That's how they were successful in their animated movies. They just got they got Batman with the turtles. They got fucking Batman's hanging out with Scooby Doo over here in this one. They got the rated R Batman is ripping fucking people's heads off. And it's like, dude, just do that. Just some crazy multiverse shit, and that's how you can stand apart and actually maybe give Marvel a run. Yeah, a lot of people criticize them for that. I actually think it's the biggest strength. It's like, dude, Marvel has the cinematic universe. You're not even going to get fucking close to that. Like, you're not even going to hold a candle. I mean, yeah. you can try. I mean, well, <laughs> you already did, and you fucking fell on your face. Yeah. So, like, yeah, embrace the the one-off movies. Embrace things like The Joker. Embrace things like Harley Quinn. Embrace things like, you know, whatever, The Flash movie. Um, embrace these kind of one-offs just like they do the animated movies. They have these animated movies that are just one-offs and they're great. So yeah. I, don't know, I think they should embrace it. Uh, yeah, and I just also with Ben Affleck coming back for The Flash, Ben Affleck will break and hold the record for most times playing Batman in live action with four. And I think that's pretty fucking cool. Pretty cool. What did he do? He did Batman v Superman... And Justice League, right? Only two. And he had a cameo in Suicide in... Squad, but I don't know if that counts. Or I guess maybe it counts, but I don't think that should count, though. You gotta have a main Batman movie. Not... Yeah, he played. We did, he didn't get a main Batman movie at all. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think it's just appearances on film as Batman. Mm. So counting. You'll say, yeah. I think Christian Bale has the. Yeah, he's got the three full real movies. Yeah. Uh, Two of which are really good. Um, all right. Cool. That's all we got. Yeah. Pretty good. Go check it out. Uh, remember, stay vigilant. Enjoy your movies. Enjoy your games. And we'll be here to argue about it. <laughs> Thank you guys for being with us. Thank you for liking and subscribing. 
Uh, we'll see you next time. Maybe we'll do the this Zack Snyder zombie crap and see if it's how yeah. bad it is or if it's any fun. We'll we'll see. Batista. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Later, guys. Yeah, peace. Thank you. Peace.